Hey yo, what up everybody? How you doing? Welcome to the Buzz and Sports channel. Thursday, DraftKings. Got you for the Sunday slates. You know how we do it here. I'm Doug Lightning Leche, <laughs> aka <sighs> Fine Dak. You're back. I guess you do all right now. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Got Spuddy with me. Yo, what's good, y'all? What's happening with y'all? It's Spuddy McGee here. Put the coal out in the Cooper Rush train. Let's go now. Cooper Rush all day, baby. And we got Francis. Yo, what's good, everybody? Francis back here. Yeah. You on any trains lately? Hmm? Yo! Wait, wait, what? (laughs) Wait. What do you mean trains? What well, that doesn't mean nothing. Hold on. What well, hype train you on? Okay, Heineke. there it is. There it is. Heineke. 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 <laughs> uh, Heineke, huh? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we back, folks. You know how we do every week. We give you the Sunday slate, our top two money guys, our top two value guys. For every position, we make our own lineup, and we hope to hit. Hope you guys hit. Um. Oh, I hit. Yo. Oh, hit? Wait, I mean, like, no. Okay, hold on. I meant something else, but nah, not that. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> what you hit? Alright, guys, let's jump into this episode before we get any more spicy. You already know, we can start off with the QBs. Uh, I know you guys are looking at the 8,500 Josh Allen. You're like, why not? Like, Give me one reason why. He wouldn't go off against the Jets. 30 points games. Last game he had 19. A little slumpy. Why not against the Jets? I'm going to tell you why. Because there's other guys down here for less money that can do what he's doing. Like another game that feels trappy. 6,700. Tua Tungabaloa. Tua, Tua, Tua. Mm. Bills. Like you said, there's so many games this weekend that seem trappy, but... I don't know. I'm not a believer in Chicago's defense. They let a couple guys go during the train. So I think Miami should route up the numbers on these guys. I, I think Tyreek should have a good day. Waddle should have a good day. And Tua should have a good day. Oh, so we, so you officially make this top money guy? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, he's top money guy. I just wanted to mention Josh Allen because he does look juicy, but I don't know. Yeah, definitely two as one of my top money guys this week. Mm-hmm. My next top money guy. I already had him out of my mind before we even started, but you guys kind of helped me solidify, and that's Big Daddy Kirk Cousins, 6,200. <laughs> Going against Washington. I know it's at Washington, and I know this game is another game that feels dumbly trappy, but I don't know, man. Like, it ain't prime time, so I believe in Cousins. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They're seven and one, and like we were mentioned off air, like you, if you want to show the world you're for real, for real, for real, you don't go to Washington and lay an egg. So I see uh, Kirk Cousins having another good game of twenty five and above point game. 
um, as we slide down to our value guys, I just want to mention, I'm not picking them, but I want to mention a Dino Smith creeping up to the 6,000s, man. Yo, <laughs> yo, he, he's, he, he's bear crawling his way to the to He's the bear top. crawling, but he's getting up there. And meanwhile, Stafford passing him down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. this is the second week Stafford's been below 5,000, I mean, below 6,000. So, but my first value guy I want to start with this week, I'm going golfy. 5,500. He, he got some of his weapons back. I know he lost uh, Hawkinson, but, you know, he's Hawkinson always has spurts of games here and there, whereas, like, his main guy's always been Swift, Amon Ra. So, apparently, Jamal Williams when he's on my bench. So, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this is going to be a statement game that makes people really say, okay, Packers are dummy ass. I know we all think they're ass, but I think they're going to get routed by Detroit, and people are really going to be like, damn, you really are ass ass. So <clears throat> uh, I do think uh, golf should have a good game this game, and I, I don't know. Personally, I think Lions are going to mollywalk them. Nice. Um, sliding into my final value guy. Hey, man. Hey, man. Boy, Justin Fields, boy, hear me out. 5,300. Justin Fields' last three games, 19.4, He's been moving up <laughs> every game. I know he's going against Miami, but I'm just saying Miami defense allows points. They're ranked 27th against the quarterback. Um, I don't know. I think and they just added Claypool to the mix. I don't know. I think they're getting – I'm not saying the Bears are going to do anything or they're going to be, be – but I do think they're playing better, like, mm-hmm. at least offensively. And they got a new receiver, so they want to sling the ball. And like I said, Justin Field has been playing these past three games at a way better level than he's been playing. So I don't know if you want to take the chance at 5,300. Hey, he can, he can hit 25. He's – he did it the last two weeks, so let's make it three. Look, I agree with you because it, the comparison to Justin Fields, which is weird because, like, I I still feel like there's a lot of growth that needs to happen, but he plays like Daniel Jones right now. Ooh, I thought you were going to say Jalen Hurts. No, no, no. Yo, yo, yo. Because it's the one thing that Francis says about Daniel Jones. This guy gets rushing yards. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. And you you look at all his rushing attempts, he's got a good amount. The floor is eight, mm-hmm. or basically. Yeah, the floor is eight, and he gets a lot of yards. Tack on, tack on some some passing yardage with some touchdowns, because last two contests, two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I was gonna say last last three games, eighty eight yards, eighty two yards, sixty mm-hmm. yards worsening, and two TDs. Yeah, yeah. So honestly, mm-hmm. I I like Justin's Fields because he, with the addition of Bradley Chubbs, is that going to make a difference to Miami's defense? Yes, but it doesn't fix every aspect of it. So I yeah. I do expect Justin Fields to, you know, still continue that production, I would say. Um, do we have here, I'm gonna Google it real quick, the weather for this game. But Which game? it's very uh, it says up top, like it would tell you. Oh, sunny. Top, it's what sunny. Game you want. It says sunny. 
Sunny. Sunny. Perfect. Yeah. Sunny. Um, it's, it's, it's actually kind of scary how Justin Fields numbers trended upwards against at, away at new England. And then at Dallas, he yeah. had, he had some decent games. So if he could do that against those defenses away, He's going to be home against a Dolphins defense that had to go make a move for Bradley Chubb because they know they're struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So unless Bradley Chubb just shows up immediately and makes a huge impact, which I feel like the opinion is divided, whether he's really, really, really good or just okay, um, we'll see. But I think Justin Fields has potential to have a huge workload here because, I mean, I, I see Miami scoring. You know, Bears defense isn't the greatest. Uh, Dallas just put up almost a 50-burger on them. Um, so I think I think Miami definitely is going to get their points. So Justin Fields is going to be using everything to keep up yeah, yeah. And, and stay in the game. You know, legs, arms, whatever. So I, I really like Justin Fields as a value pick this week. Uh, um, I'm going to hand it over to you guys, but I do want to mention that uh, – 5,200. We have Carson Wentz right in the bench again this week. Um, I can guarantee you he won't throw any interceptions this weekend. So. <laughs> you guys have the floor. Let's show. Spuddy, you got any new names? Because honestly, Dougie touched a lot of players that I was kind of looking at this week. I'm good, really, because... Um... I don't really see too much going on. I would only bring up Marcus Mariota to possibly, you know, okay. get up there because, you know, he he's kind of like in the same realm of he rushes a lot. So there's a potential for brushing touchdowns and he throws just enough to, you know, make it make a difference to your points. Uh, yeah. Um, Charter's defense has been banged up. So I can see um, him completing passes. And the thing is, he scored 24 um, points, and he still threw two picks. And and he was able to, you know, do that as well. So um, I guess that would be an honorable mention, at least for for me. Um, How do we feel about Tua against this Bears defense? Uh, like, are you picking for our lineup? No, well, I mean, just in general for the week. Like, oh, I, I like it. Like, I, I, I think if you want, I think against the Chicago defense, like, like you said, like Dallas was able to put up a thirty burger, and he went up against last week a super soft Detroit defense and threw three TDs and got thirty two. I can see him kind of doing the same thing this week. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you. If you truly believe that Tua could put up another thirty burger at that price, that's fine with me. Six six thousand seven hundred, like that's the worth the thirty burger that Josh Allen would probably put up. You know, um, do you see? Uh, I mean, do you see him having a much better game than Fields as far as like numbers, fantasy points? Yeah, but not by like. A whole lot, like I like I said, I can see Fields hitting twenty five again this week, but I can see Tua hitting thirty. Mm. So it's a matter of like, do, do you, you think say, he's gonna hit that ceiling? Yeah, do you think do you think Tua's gonna pass the third? Like, or is Tua's gonna hit the thirty five forty mark type shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
And then there's the Kyler Murray Geno Smith because yeah. that game, that game could could get pretty interesting. Well, there's a, there's a name I do want to mention too, just because the defense is ass, and that's um, Trevor Lawrence. 5,200. I mean, Raiders are ranked 31st against the QB, and they've been looking pretty ass lately. They let Dalton go out there and dot him up. So I can see Lawrence having another solid 20-point game and maybe more. You know, at 5,200, I'm okay with that. His ceiling is 25, though. Yeah. So that would be, like, the only thing. So going back to Kyler Murray, he had 29 points last week, which is his – most that he's scored this year, yeah, and that it was that, um, that is with D Hop as well. I mean, I I do think his ceiling is capable of being thirty five, Kyler Murray. Yeah, especially with D Hop back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, especially with D Hop back. Yeah, he threw the ball at least forty four times, completed thirty one. You know, he scored twenty nine points with two interceptions. Yeah, so. No, there's definitely a lot of places you could go with this slate. That's why this slate, the the slate this week is very tricky. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's tricky very tricky. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I think I think we touched touched on enough, guys. Uh, one interesting fact right now, currently, Kirk Cousins is sitting at a four point four percent ownership. Eesh. Um, with the Justin Jefferson stack, Justin Jefferson sitting at an eight percent. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, so far. Well, I don't know if that changes, but it seems people aren't reading this game as a as a high-scoring game. They think it's trappy. And I'm telling you, those two teams would make it a trappy game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. But um I guess I guess the the fear is basically Kirk Cousins ha- hasn't thrown over 300 yards yet. Yeah. I think that's where the biggest concern comes into play is yeah. because Kurt hasn't this whole season reached basically high points like the other guys we've mentioned. So yeah. people like he's solid, but he's not winning your, your slate. Like he's not winning any of your contests. Yeah. Like his, his ceiling, his ceiling was last week where he got 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you like, know, I think Justin Fields could hit that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you're playing regular fantasy, that's great, you know, that he puts up those consistent numbers, but you know, in this yeah, but for drafting, that never. Yeah, you you, you got to pick the one who's who's the guy right there, who's going to be breaking. Or at least someone. I mean, I mean, that 20 points from Kirk was nice, but you if that happens, expecting other guys to break the slate like your running back or your receiver. Exactly. Exactly. But sometimes you got to hit have all of them hit, so um all right, well, before we pick our buds and sports quarterback for the week, um, let me recap. So as my two top uh, money guys, I have Tua at 6700 and then Kirk Cousins at 6200 As my value guys, I have uh, – where is he? Oh, there we go. Jared Goff, 5500 And Justin Fields at 5300 now for our better than sports quarterback, we are going to pick Zach Wilson. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Hey, I would have been cool, Jeez. Joe Flacco. Huh. Um, let's save our six thousand and not pick Tom Brady. 
<laughs> Everyone should do that this weekend. Yeah. Who do you guys like in the? I mean, you guys, you guys seem to really like that uh, Minnesota game. Um, I'm not. I'm not saying Kirk is gonna have a bad game. I think he's very capable of having a 25 to 27 point game. Mm-hmm. But what's his price? Six sixty two. Here, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If Kurt has a 25, 20 something point game. Do you see Justin Jefferson having a thirty-point game? Because if, if he's going to have the twenty-point game, we need Jefferson having the thirty if we're going to stack. Yeah, uh, I think Jefferson this week the thirty to forty-five points is in play for Justin Jefferson. Ooh. <laughs> I I think so. I think he's due. I think he's due for a classic (laughs) Justin Jefferson game. He hasn't scored a receiving touchdown since week one. Uh, The volume stays consistent. This man is almost at a thousand yards through eight weeks. Yeah, he's number three and leader. Yeah, off off volume alone, just grinding out thirty plus point games off volume alone. When you when so let's just say he gets the same amount of volume that he's been getting, but Um, let's. (laughs) <laughs> and then you add you add two touchdowns to that because, I mean, it's been it's been straight goose eggs for s- seven weeks. So I'm not saying he he's gonna get one. I think he's very capable of getting at least two this game. All right, if you feel um, that confident, I don't mind doing the Kurt. Um, I'm not, stack. but I'm also not saying we have to stack Jefferson with Kirk because I I do feel like there are other quarterbacks on the slate that have a higher ceiling. Their upside is higher than Kirk's at yeah. for a cheap for even either around the same price or for a cheaper price. Like for example, I feel like Tua ceiling is higher than than Kirk's this week. Agree. If you if you want to go five hundred dollars more, or even honestly, even Justin Fields, because for the sole fact that Justin Fields runs about ten times a game, yeah, and. He's gotten really close to 100 rushing yards, but he hasn't hit 100 rushing yards yet. And I think he, he can't. Because, I, I mean, if you could get to the 80s, you could yeah. definitely. You could, you uh, definitely all it takes is one nice chunk play of like a 30, 40 yard, and, and you're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys want to, okay, well, then I'm cool with that. If you guys want to spend more money on a quarterback, because I think Tua has a higher ceiling. I'm down to if you want to save some money with a potentially high ceiling, I'm down for fields. Like, like me personally, I would not complain between Kirk Cousins, Tua, or Fields this week. I would, I would feel pretty good about the, any of those three. So, I'm open to whatever. What are you feeling, Spud? Let's go, Justin Fields. <laughs> Damn, Justin, I never thought of name on. And the, and Damn, the beautiful so thing is we don't really that. have to stack fields with anyone if we don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I he, say no. Honestly, I say not even stacking. Yeah. Him by himself yeah. is cool. Who am I going to stack him with? Claypool? <laughs> not yet. At least not yet. We have to see more of that. All righty. Well, um, Justin Fields, come on down. You're our quarterback for the weeks as of right now. You know, shit do change. But um, I'm going to be handing it off to. Who am I handing it off to? Fuck. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. You, you pick. 
You make a decision. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take the handoff. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, damn it. I was going to do the fake pitch back, and you guys are going to be like surprised by it and almost fumble it. <laughs> All right, Spuddy. All right, go for it. Take All it right. away. All right. Fuck. To start off my fucking pick, hopefully. Damn. <laughs> hopefully, they get through their skulls and utilize this guy. Skulls, I get what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I did there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just not Justin. Fuck, Josh Jacobs. Wait, what? <laughs> I mean, skulls like you know the Viking. Mm. Oh, that? No, 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 no. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. No, <laughs> go I, on, go well, on. Yeah, Josh Jacobs <laughs> at seven thousand three hundred. I feel like like they're going to realize, hey, we got to play you, brother. We got to give you the carries. You're going to break out because besides the abysmal game they played against the Saints, Josh Jacobs was having 30-point games triple back to back to back. Well, last three games he played in 37, 33, 39. Besides the Saint game, we're not gonna we're not gonna consider that game. Yeah, yeah no, no, I'm saying besides no, the no, Saint no, game, no, no, yeah. we're not we're not doing that. So I can see Josh Jacobs running wild on a Jacksonville defense that's not very good against the run. Yeah, the rank twenty seventh against the run. No, twenty fifth. Exactly, exactly. I like it. I like it. My second one. My second pick, I can see Aaron Jones going off against the Detroit Lions. But I'm not going to go there. Not this game. Not this game. I'm going to tell you why. Raheem Moster. Raheem the Dream Moster. Mm -hmm. At 6,100. Come on fucking down, Raheem Moster. I feel like Moster's going to break over 100 at this game. Something, something, something tells me. He owes me. me from last season, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He has to pay his debt from last season. He has to. Mm-hmm. What better way is to run all over a Chicago team at home <coughs> when they're not mm-hmm. very good against the run as well? And we know Raheem Moster can also catch the ball from the backfield as well. Very explosive guy. I can see it happening. I can really yep. see it happening in this matchup. Um, Chicago's defense is a little depleted since they traded um, Quinn and Smith. So I expect most of them to have a big game. Okay. Which brings me to my value, fucks. <laughs> <laughs> This is where it gets a little hard. I'm not going to lie. I'm uh, not going to yeah, lie. Like, there's a lot of... <laughs> there's a lot of s- smelliness going on here. <sighs> Who do I choose? It is actually really hard. Now that I'm, I'm like really examining it. But here's the thing. Fuck it. We're going with Tyler Alger. Alger. The motherfucker yeah, yeah, yeah. from Atlanta. The motherfucker from that, Atlanta. That fucker. 5,400. <laughs> 5,400. 
The reason why I'm going for him is because the last two games he's put up some decent showings, which means, hey, more trust going his way. He's been catching the ball as well. So a little dual threat. But it's more on the end that Chargers like to have the running backs run wild on them. Don't know why. But, yeah. So why not? I would pick, I would pick Patterson. I just don't know his status yet. You know, nah, he's game time. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to drift you guys in that direction because if he was questionable and not like ready to go, oh, Patterson all day. But yeah, but let's just pretend that like he's not playing. Yeah, but keep your eye on it because he might play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that will change real quick, and it, Patterson will still be a value play. So I, I, I we're gonna go with the flex, the flex draw of Patterson. If plays, Tyler Aguilar, Aguilar, Aguilar at five thousand four hundred. So I got one more value, one more fucking value. Question is, who does it go to? Darrell Henderson Jr. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, we're not going that. Route. <laughs> <laughs> we're not fucking going that route. It's hard because you know you. You don't know what what script that these teams are going to go with because hmm. Khalil uh, Khalil Herbert sounds like a nice pick. He's been having you know some nice showings, fifteen fifteen. You know, hopefully he gets some big man numbers. Um, I wanted to also to go with a new addition to a team, Naheem Hines. I'm like, he just got traded to the Bills, and I know they're going to probably use him right away. So I was thinking yeah. about that as well. But I was like, you know what? No. So what does my last pick go to? Michael Carter. No. Ladies and gentlemen, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can give you names. I could give myself names too, but I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the value, and it's just I'm not seeing no one that's gonna really break it. But here, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna pick someone. I'm gonna pick someone. I'm gonna pick Eno Benjamin at yeah. five thousand nine hundred. Now, James Carter has. James Conner hasn't really been playing since then. But, like, because he's been out with a rib injury. But even if he comes back and Benjamin does go back to, like, a back roll, I still feel like they'll use him enough in the offense because he's just that explosive. He's been playing. And, honestly, Conner has been having an injury problem since he's been with the Steelers. Yeah. You know, so... I, I still see more of a committee going around in Arizona, but we've seen how explosive Benjamin could be. And um, Seahawks' defense is on the rise, but they're not just there yet. And I can see them utilizing Benjamin in this matchup. So I think Benjamin is a great play against um, the Seattle team at 5,900. Right. So um, I'm, not, I'm not mad at that. So the floor is... Yours, guys. Uh, let me know what y'all think. Um, I like the guy on the other side of Josh Jacobs. I like Anthony Junior. He's Anthony Junior. 
he's at home. Yeah. He um, is getting the volume, trending in the right direction. Two games in a row, over 100 yards. Um, mm-hmm. Decent usage in the passing game. And he's just just an explosive guy. So, like, against this Raiders defense, you just have to take your chances. Because yeah. until they prove that they can stop something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think. I think the Jaguars offense uh, mm-hmm. is very well balanced and they don't they don't run away too much from the run game. They mm-hmm. want they want the run game to be present yeah. as long as the game script allows for it. Um and I think the I think the Vegas ga- this Vegas game is going to allow for it because yeah. I don't see the Ve- I don't see Raiders like just running away with the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Their offense hasn't been that. Um Yeah, and I I have to agree with so- you. They played against a tough Denver D. He was still able to put up 28 points. Mm-hmm. Giants defense, Giants I mean, Giants, respectable. You know, very underrated defense and still put up mm-hmm. 20 points. So I, yeah. I, I like it. I, I, I like I like Edna. Uh, on the other side, uh, um, right below him, $100 cheaper. I love Ramondre Stevenson. I was, again, that was home. one of my guys, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, yeah. look at his numbers, man. He hits 20. It's crazy. Every time, and they use the fuck out of them like no it, look at the look at the usage in the passing game the last three weeks that's mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. you know um Ramondre stevenson is is quickly becoming a mini kamara mm-hmm. type guy um and the way the quarterback play has been going um and in that offense they're, they're utilizing him a lot he's a safe guy he he's a guy that you can just dump it off to or hand off to and he'll produce so it's like why are we going to risk making these complicated throws or, you know, trying to make Mac Jones do all these things if if it's just going to get picked off. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's why Ramondre Stevenson's usage has, has skyrocketed. Now, um, the only the only problem that happens to Stevenson, and this is a common problem, he plays for the Patriots. The reason why I say that is because there's a possibility that Harris plays. And if he does play... Belichick just loves to just throw fucking curveballs. That is true. That's that. That's I the, mean, that's Damian the Harris. only thing. That's the only thing just to kind of like raise your eyebrow to because Belichick, for some reason, is just notorious for doing some weird shit like that with their, especially the running backs. No, I agree with you. I think in past years it was definitely like that with. Damian Harris slightly being the lead back, but there was plenty of games where, um, who was it? Bolden could go off, or Ramondre mm-hmm. Stevenson could go off. Mm-hmm. It was a lot more. It was a. It was, it was a lot more committee based this year, though. Especially with how this year has been going for the Patriots early on, I don't think. I almost think it's like, even Billichek's like, okay, I, I have a hot hand here. He's producing for at least three, four weeks straight. Do I really want to cool him off? Like I need wins right now. I need dubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I can't be fucking around. And I think, I think you have to double down. If if I'm the Patriots, I need to double down on the type of on the identity of we're gonna play great defense and have a great run game. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how we're gonna win games. Yeah, that's that's how we're gonna beat good teams. We're gonna play good defense against them and we're gonna run the ball. Um. So I I see that, but I get what you're saying. Damian Harris could randomly—I mean, he did get 11 touches last game. He was not effective. 
He was not efficient, mm. but he the eleven rushing attempts is something to look at because that does cut into uh, Ramondre Stevenson's mm-hmm. snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just even when Damian Harris was the starter, let's see, weeks what two to four. Look at the usage in the passing game; it's nowhere near like Ramondre Stevenson's. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, between those two. I still feel at this point. I still feel very comfortable with Ramondre. Yeah. Um. Who do you have, Dougie? Um. I like. I was gonna mention Ramondre. Um. Somebody already mentioned Mostert. I like Mostert this week. Um. I guess the only guy I would mention that. Oh, two. Uh, top guy would be uh Mixon. This Carolina game. I don't know. This gonna be a. A mixing game. It seemed like it would be a mixing game. You know, Bengals are always do every now and again like having a, mi- a big mixing game. Um, he hasn't had one this year. He hasn't scored over twenty points this year except week one. Um, so I think he's due for a big game. Um, and it's just this. I don't know. Just get a, a vibe of this. No, gonna be no, I, I, you're, you're on the right track. You're, the, you're, you're the, stating you're you're stating the popular opinion because as of today, Joe Mixon is the most owned. Player at twenty twenty two percent. The Joe Mixon has a mixing vibe to him, bro. Yeah, well, everyone's feeling the mixing vibe. Well, not just that. <laughs> you you go on how the Bengals played last game. They try to they try to do things similar to, with with Jamar Chase without having Jamar Chase on the field. It didn't work though. Right. It didn't work. So that means they gotta okay. We gotta shuffle the deck and go a different approach. Which hey, they got Joe Mixon. A very solid back. So I could see Joe Mixon having a lot of touches this game. That will open up T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd down the line, but that, that will still equate for Joe Mixon to have a big game. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you that it does feel like a Joe Mixon type of game. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. And then just one guy I want to mention, I'm not going to say like for your – like your two starters you have to pick, but if you're looking for a low uh, flex, um, <clears throat> 5,200, uh, Deion Jackson for the Colts. If um, Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, because he is questionable in his game time, it says, if he doesn't play, just ignore his point three and negative four he got the last two weeks, because those were when Taylor was in. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time mm-hmm. he played when Taylor wasn't in, t- 13 and 28 points. So, twenty yeah. eighth his ceiling, and he's going against a uh, New England defense. I know they're the second ranked, which is why I say like flex if you're really just looking for a shot in the dark to hit. Um, something to look at, but you know, like I said, no Patriots it, defense. So okay. I understand to be weary of it. No, it's a, it's a good pick because at the end of the day, when he was starter, he had ten catches. Yeah, like that's points right there, and it wasn't really a. He really didn't develop a lot of yards. He just had ten catches. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I mean, the usage was there. He had forty-two yards rushing. I mean, he also had a touchdown, but ten yards. I mean, ten catches for seventy-nine yards. I mean, yeah. that, it's a good amount of yards, but that's ten catches. <laughs> Yeah. So, right. you know, th- that's a lot of usage right there. So, Deion Jackson, great flex, especially if Taylor is not playing. 
Yeah, for sure. But just keep your eye on that, like I said, likes wise. Okay. But um, all right, Spud, if you want to review yours and we'll pick review. up the sports. Josh Jacobs, Jingerheimer Schmidt at 7,300. 7, Fuck. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars. His name is Vining, too. Huh? But his name is Vining, too. Yeah. 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 Raheem Oster, 6,100. Against the Chicago Bears. Those are my two top guys. Going in. For the value. For the value. So this is a little combined one. If he's playing, Cordero Patterson at 5,800. If he's not playing, Tyler Egler, 5,400. Pick one and pick one only. <laughs> and for the other value pick, we got Eno Benjamin at 5,900. Against Eno. the Seahawks. All right, so I guess I'll say it. Fuck all the value guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we staying above six thousand this week. We in six thousand only territory. Yeah. Right hey, 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 I agree with you unless it's a flex we're using down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flex obviously, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, no, no. Um, do like Stevenson a lot. Do like Jacobs a lot, a lot. Like I'm. I'm right there with you, buddy. I think Jacob's gonna have a good weekend. Um, other than that, yeah, you guys let me know what you're feeling. Um, I just feel like these numbers are gonna change, but there's honestly, are we willing to eat chalk at the running back position? Because if we do stay up to six k, honestly, everyone's feeling the same way. Like. No one's going value at running back. You, you have Joe Mixon, most owned. Right below him is Josh Jacobs. Right below him is Etney Jr. Right below him is Ramondre Stevenson. The top, the top yeah. four players. The top no, and then right below him is Kenneth Walker, and then Mostert. So the top, <laughs> the top Hush. six players, the top six of the week out. so far. They all bust out. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think they bust out. No, because no, no, no. I know, he, I know, I know. But that'd be crazy. I, if I, they did. I think half of them out of the six. Th- there's three out of the six. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, everyone's going that way because yeah, bro, it really is like straight. It, it's very on. Uh, personally, I think on some personal lineups, I will. Look at DeAndre Swift because he's at sixty four hundred, but he's at eight mm-hmm. percent. And if if this was a easing him back in after being out of football for a few weeks, then last week was that easing back in game. Yeah, this week could be the heavy workload game. Yeah, um, the packs. So I think for one slot at least, I'm gonna have DeAndre Swift, and I might even I might I might do a three. Three running back lineup this week, honestly. Ooh. You know, I I on, might I might be honestly, too, honestly huh? running backs went wild last week. They did, and they have some, and there's a lot that have great matchups this week. Mm-hmm. So I personally like three running backs on a lineup this week, but um, 
we can we can honestly go chalk here if uh, we would just have to pivot uh, at the wide receiver position, but it's easier to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's e- it's easier to be different at the wide receiver position. Yeah. Well, how confident do you feel about Swift being given a heavy workload? Because I always <laughs> like Swift. He's just a really good player to me. It's just a matter of it's health just, with him. <laughs> I just feel like with major tournaments and DraftKings, you have to hop on a train when everyone is not on it, and. Yeah. And you got to pick a guy that you know is a great one, a great player. Two has a decent, like a decent ceiling, a high ceiling. And three, if he if he has not been performing at that level for whatever reason, whether it's injuries, whether it's just a streak of cold games, you know eventually what that guy is capable of. Mm-hmm. Like we all know what D, what type of game D Swift can put up, and the type of runner he is. And yeah. right now, right now, nobody is on the D Swift train because he's been out of the spotlight for four weeks, you know? So that's why he's sitting at 8% right now. Yeah. Do um, we think Lenny will have a big game? Leonard Fournette at home. Oh, no. Is he home? I'm he is home. home. Yeah. Oh, he is home. Um, but Very possible. Because there, ceiling, there are those random games where he gets thrown to a bunch. Yeah, his ceiling's thirty-five. Um, the Rams team isn't good. Not yeah, good. he's he's sitting at ten percent, which is what pretty really? decent. Crazy. Leonard Fournette sitting at ten percent. I mean, I don't mind that either because Fournette and D Swift, they're they're both backs that get heavily involved in the passing game. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that, I mean, like I said, either of those work for me. How how strong do you feel about mixing? Mm, like I said, I like mixing a lot this week, but knowing he's the highest owned kind of pushes me away from him. Yeah, just because you don't think his his ceiling is high enough to eat the chalk. Yeah, like he, you don't see him breaking a slate. Is what you're saying. <sighs> like, I can, but it's like, I think someone like Swift Swift or Fournette just has a higher chance of doing it. Like, I definitely can see Mixon breaking the slate if, if this is a Mixon game. But, like, it's just a matter of will it be a Mixon game. 25-28 is my range for Mixon this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay, so if we're thinking of using at least one running back slot to be a little less chalky, and w- and say we are going to pick between Fournette and Swift, who do you want to pair up with Fournette and Swift? Like, do you want to go Ramondre Stevenson? Do you want to go Josh Jacobs, yeah. Travis Entney? That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking right now. Um, you know what? It's funny, Etney and Jacobs, they're both one one ranking apart with their defense. Etney's twenty four, mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs twenty five. That's why that that like I know and, one and, of them and, has, and the one is, of them is gonna have a big game. One of them. Mm-hmm. They could both yeah. have a fucking who just has the bigger game. True, that's very true. It's rare that that two running backs from the same game have a crazy game, but it's not impossible. It's happened. It's happened where you could start both starting running backs and it work out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this is the game to do it, I feel. You think you think it's going to be a, a battle of the running backs? This is weird, <laughs> this right? Game? 
is because here's the thing. I honestly feel like Etni will probably have a better game than Jacobs now. Not because Jacobs can do it. It's just now I feel like the offense runs through Etni now compared to just the mm-hmm. tri- Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Because the thing is, I, I know Josh Jacobs could fucking run all over the place. But at the same time, I'm like, are the Raiders just going to do some shit and just start throwing it out of the blue and just forget about Josh Jacobs? Yeah. You know? Because uh, I, I, okay, I, so I, you- like, I really want to go with Josh Jacobs. I really do. I really do. I'm down to take Jacobs and Swift. So you so between Fournette and Swift, you like Swift, Dougie? If Swift plays, yes, for sure. Like, is he like back to being fully healthy? I mean, I know he played a little bit last week, but is he like? No, I mean, I mean, before last game, he didn't have an injury. He didn't have a cue anymore because he they wanted him fully healthy. They got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, going into this week, they're saying that he's just taking time off as a precautionary, but there isn't any real fear. Yeah, they said he practiced. I've seen that. They said he practiced Thursday, which usually means they play. So, I mean, I I like Swift with a heavier workload. I like Swift and Jacobs. Just because I think the one good thing about the Rams is their defense. Mm. Like, if you were to pick a good part of their... Yeah. I mean, low-key... I mean, if we get to the flex spot and we have enough for Fournette, I'm down to do. I'm down. Like I said, I'm down to run three running backs. I I think it'll be another week of of good running back play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know you you felt really hesitant about Jacobs, buddy. Because I just Raiders are just on some fuck shit right now. But the thing is, so you feel it's just it's just Jacobs, you like Jacobs. Jacobs. I do, I do, because Jacobs has the higher ceiling too. But why? Like, I mean, it goes back to like us talking about trap games. <laughs> They're trapping yeah. us on what their scheme is gonna be, and like, don't do that. But I, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a double down on Jacobs though. I'm a double down on Jacobs. I'm doubling down on Jacobs. Uh, yeah, we could do that. We could we could do Jacobs. Let's do Jacobs and Swift, and then we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. We'll see how this plays out. Swift and Jacobs, come on down. All right. So I guess I'm passing over to Francis now for the receivers. What's going on, everybody? What's going on in the world? Ah, We get to talk about wide receivers. There's a long, long list of great matchups with wide receivers. Um, My favorite, I mean... Yeah, let's let's get right to it. My favorite is Justin Jefferson in the top eighty six hundred. Um, I know the last two weeks it, it's had people a little frustrated. If you have him on your fantasy team, you're a little frustrated because you're you're just used to twenty five and up from Justin Jefferson. So even even a nineteen or fifteen point game, it make it's like ugh, but. Yeah. But honestly, none of none of the games through eight weeks has he taken a dud in volume. There has not been one game where it's like, huh? He only got thrown to like two times or three times. This man, most of the time, 
stays above 10 targets every game. He's had how many games now? He's had three games over 30 points off pure volume. Two two of those, two of those 30 plus point games is pure volume, pure yardage, pure receptions. He, he has not caught a touchdown since week one. And we're talking about Justin Jefferson. We're talking about Justin Jefferson. So eventually that streak is going to end um, against the Manders. I mean, who's going to lock him down? Can you tell me a name? Can you give me a name from their defense? That's like, ooh, he's going to give Justin Jefferson a hard time. Yeah. Uh, who? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so I expect the volume. Um, so last two games, uh, it's been pretty weird for him. He, he only got eight targets. Eight targets is a nice amount of targets. But it's also somewhat of his floor because I do expect that to go over 10 again. Um, So I expect a lot of receptions for Justin Jefferson this game. I expect a lot of yards, and I expect at least two touchdowns. So I definitely think he's he's worth 8,600 this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Another guy that I like a lot, and honestly, this is the second week in a row where they're priced – Right next to each other. I can't. I I love Tyreek Hill off off his volume too, and in the, the Mike McDaniel's offense. Um, eighty five hundred. This man is another one that gets monster targets, monster yards, but has trouble finding the end zone. Um, Tyreek Hill hasn't scored since week two, so eventually touchdowns are going to come along with the volume, and. You're looking at a 35 to 40 something point game. Honestly, that's that's what you get from Ty, from Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. You get the the chance to break the slate every time you have them in your lineup. Yeah. Um so I know I'm I'm going heavy. I'm going heavy on the on the top picks, but I do think this this week they're definitely worth it. Um like it, I like it. Let's go down value. Um I don't mind I don't mind um honestly I like like we 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 like to pick on this game but I don't I don't mind having Thielen in the same lineup as Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um I think Thielen at 5600 can give you some good some good points here. Um I just don't see Manders defense being all that honestly and honestly Vi- the offense is the best part of this Vikings team. Um, yeah. their defense is very, very mediocre. There are there plenty plenty of teams have put up points against them, so their their offense has to operate. Um, so I could see I could see Thielen and, and Justin Jefferson. Just how like recently we've seen um a couple of weeks now, you could start Tyreek Hill and Waddle, and that would make sense. You could start um Jamar Chase and a uh, Tyler Boyd, and that would make sense. So. I think I think following that this week, if you were to do that, if you were to pick two receivers from a game, I think Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are due to both kind of go off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, right right below him, there's going to be a lot of honorable mentions, but right below him, I I like Christian Kirk. Uh, he, plays, he plays a terrible defense. He is due for a bounce back game. I think Christian Kirk at 5,500 being the clear WR1 against the Raiders, that 
I mean, shit. You, you, you could, you could honestly bet on a twenty-five point game with Christian Kirk this week. It's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and I have to say this name just because I like the usage and I also like the matchup and I like him as a bringback player. If you do decide to use uh, Viking stacks this week, Curtis Samuel. I know Heineke right now. When- 5,200, Curtis Samuel. When Heineke's in, obviously, Terry McLaurin comes alive, and he has come alive, I feel like, the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. But Curtis Samuel also quietly is very involved in this offense, and not just in the passing game. He get, he has a handful of touches in, the, in just pure rushing attempts. So you love a guy that can do both, and you love a guy that can possibly give you a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Um, so 5,200 for this matchup against the Vikings, where I do think Heineke is going to have to be using his arm. I think he might be a little underpriced here. Uh, 5,200, you can ask Curtis Samuel at that price to get you 20 to 25 and, and have it work out. Yeah. Um, but anyways, guys, there's so many names on this slate, and I'm uh, I'm going to let y'all chime in. Go for us, bud. Do, do, do. Uh, I am a daring man. With me being a daring man, I like Romeo Dobbs at 5,300. Dobbs, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I see it. I see it. Bad defense. I'm not saying, you know, connection's going to be hitting the roof, but he could get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could get it done. Like I said. And um, and if you... If you do expect the Lions to put up points, that's a good player to pick. Yeah, to kind of you know. Yeah, because I mean, remember Packers cap is twenty. I expect Dobbs to at least have one touchdown filled with some yeah. yards. So, you know, that's okay. That's that's what I think. That's what I definitely think. Dobbs, Dobbs is definitely in play this week. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jiggy? Keenan Allen. Uh, <coughs> I joke. I joke. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. If take you want to hop on the take a chance train with me, I feel like this Jets game, we haven't picked on it yet. And I think this is going to be, he's going to give you two to three big games a year. I think this is a Gabe Davis game. I like him at 6,900. Oh, it's kind of pricey, but I think I think this could be a Gabe Davis thirty-five point game. He's gonna give you two Ooh. to three a year. This could be one of them. I just have a feeling the focus is gonna be on Diggs. They're gonna lock down Diggs. Like I said, I just feel this game is trappy, and this could be trappy of those people who want to stack out on Diggs. Cause I think this is gonna be a Gabe Davis game. The they're gonna put the sauce on Diggs. Yeah, sauce I don't know if they'll shut him down or nothing, but I think like it's Slow gonna be Gabe. Yeah, it's gonna be Gabe Davis getting the TDs and the big plays. Mm, okay, I like it. I like that pivot because Gabe Davis is sitting at seven percent right now, while Diggs is sitting at almost fourteen percent. Yeah, that's a nice little pivot. I can see that. Um, guess a name I will mention. Um, if PJ's playing. I mean, 
Uh, he's fucking trash. <laughs> Is yeah, fuck him. I mean, he had a good game last game. Um, thirty points last game. Yeah, do with PJ, yeah. I think his stock does go up though. Yeah. Do we feel like T Higgins has been blue balling us? Hey, no. Um. To to the point where it's like this is now now is the time where it's gonna it's gonna happen because I think since week when since week six everyone's been expecting a big T Higgins game yeah. then he goes ten he goes ten he goes fourteen he goes thirteen and even with Jamar now Jamar Chase is out so it's like even more of a chance dude <laughs> right um but. If I, I mean, am I wrong in saying that the Panthers have a decent pass rush? Do you think they'll give Burrow trouble? I mean, Burrow don't have all game. I mean, he's gonna have trouble no matter uh, what. But yeah. um, I don't know. Like I said, I have a feeling about this game. I personally think this is a mixing game. Okay, so uh, we, we, it's it. You feel safe staying clear of T Higgins? Yeah, but I do. I do see what you're saying though. I just don't think this is the game, but I, you know I could be wrong. He might, he's gonna have production, just not a the explosive production. Not not worth seventy three hundred production. Exactly. exactly. Okay. All right, I'm comfortable with that. Uh, last person before we move on, Amon Ross Aiden Brown. How could you? Not? How could you not? When he's healthy, we know what he do. I mean, he don't got a cue, and he's sitting at sixty six hundred. He got. He had ten. He had ten targets last game. Just didn't have a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That was his first um, game back. That was his his welcome back game. Now he's he's getting yeah. the full load. His ceiling. Is yeah, 42. but it, yeah, but he's playing a top five defense. So do we want to do that? We've seen this top five defense. <laughs> yeah, we've seen this top five fucking so bullshit. Scary. All right, all right. So I like let's Brown at, at his price too. Yeah, it's like, a good I, price. You know, and he runs the ball too, so Amon Ra, where uh he's sitting at five percent right now. Um yeah, no one's picking Lions players this week. D Swift's low, Amon Ra is low. That top five Nobody's, defense, that's why. Yeah, everyone's scared of the top five defense. Mm-hmm. Division game, just like the Bills I don't know. Last week, that might be the sleeper shootout. Might be. Um, okay, just a review. Should I review? Are we Are we good? Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, my top two and top picks at eighty six hundred is going to be Justin Jefferson, and right below him, eighty five hundred Tyreek Hill. Um. My value, I had three names. I had Adam Thielen, 5,600. I had Christian Kirk, 5,500. And then I had Curtis Samuel at 5,200. Um, where are we going, boys? Where are we going? I kind of want to go JJ with you. I really do like JJ this week. Okay, I like JJ. Um, if we're gonna go pricey as a value, I do like Dobbs as a bring back. If if we have Swift on this lineup, mm-hmm. if you want to take a chance, chance on me, take a chance on me. 
Then who would you like for our third? Just depends how much we're willing to spend. But I really like Curtis Samuel for trying to go cheap. Um, or if we want to go pricier, I do like Amon Ross and Brown too. Ra, 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 ra. Now let's plug. Ra, ra. Can we have it? With Inamon, bro. Huh? Can we have a D Swift Inamon Ross St. Brown? I do, just because I don't know. My my personal gut about this game is it's gonna be the random thirty-four to thirty-seven. I mean, I do. Like, like I said, I do see the Lions scoring a lot, but I just have I don't know why. I just feel like they're gonna route them routes. Because at the same, like, okay, Aaron Rodgers has not gone past sixteen points this whole year, right? Right. And like that, that defense, that that um offense has been stale. But let's look at the defenses they played. They played the Bucks. They played the Patriots. They played the Giants. They played the Jets. I mean, Manders, eh? But then the last game, Buffalo. So. I'm not saying those defenses are all top five, but they're all they're I feel like they're on the top half of the league right now, the way they've been playing lately. Yeah. Um this is the softest matchup the Packers are gonna have this whole year. Against the yeah, this is the softest uh defensive matchup. So I can see the Packers having the height like scoring a, a season high, like getting into the thirties this game. But I could also see the Lions scoring against this supposed 40. top five defense. Forty. Yeah. So I think there's I think I mean, it just depends how you read this game. But if you don't feel comfortable with a Monroe St. Brown with D Swift, we could we could go somewhere else. No, I'm going cool, Amara. We'll have for ten thousand five hundred after that. If we go Jefferson, Dobbs, and Amara. We're at ten. Yeah, um, we could give ourselves more wiggle room at tight end and flex if we decide to punt on defense. But do you see any bottom half defense? Do you want to just plug in the defense right now, or do you want to talk uh, about the other plug in a quick little D right now? Honestly, the only defense that seems like it will score points for you, and it's probably the mm-hmm. only defense you want to pick is the fucking Patriots. Yeah. Damn, so you want to spend high at Patriots. I think we have to spend high on the Patriots. <laughs> well, if we have to spend high at Patriots, I feel like we can't have a Monroe St. Brown. <laughs> okay. I feel like we would have to go okay. down to a 5K If, if we guy. have to sacrifice points and money, what defense would you like to choose then? Um, I, honestly, I love, I love the Patriots pick this week. Um, So I don't mind going expensive there because it is a great matchup. It's a it's a great matchup and then like we said, the the further the year goes, the better that defense gets. I feel like it's the so, only safe pick too. I mean they went three weeks in a row being in the double digits. Um and it's against the Colts. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm like it's the only safe pick really Okay, so if we plugged in the Patriots defense, and let's just say Amon Ross St. Brown goes down to like a Curtis Samuel at 52, we'll have 7,800. 
for two slots. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to try to fill it out with a Monroe St. Brown? That's what I'm doing right now. I'm seeing like what we can do if we kept Patriots defense and got a Monroe St. Brown. For tight end, <laughs> I, I have a I have a suggestion for tight end. It's actually okay. two. It's actually two. Mm-hmm. One is the one. One of them is something is a tight end that we missed last week, but I think we could hit this week possibly. Mm. And that is Tyler Higby. Mm, I Higby. do like Higby. Higby. I do like Higby. Higby. I like that. Yeah, because I mean. Outside of Cup, that's their second favorite target. Exactly, which is not saying a lot. Everyone else receiving-wise has been subpar, so I, I can see. I mean, mm-hmm. last game it was just, I think, a fluke because they played against the Niners and they just suck against the Niners. So yeah. it's going to be a little different with a banged-up Tampa defense. Right. So, so I like a Higby pick, and I also like Dawson Knox. Oh, I do. I do. He's He's been putting up steady numbers at the tight end. And um, sometimes that's all you need from the tight end. Just put up a steady, steady numbers above seven points. You're straight. Two touchdowns in a row already. Who's cheaper? Knox. Knox. Oh my god, Knox! Because if we do S- Curtis Samuel and Patriots defense, we got more options. I guess if that's what you want to call these. Uh, if you want to call these. <laughs> um, at forty-three, you mean? Yeah. Um, I think the only. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would I would take a chance on DeAndre Carter just as, uh especially if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both no, Mike both Williams out. is pretty much ruled out. Yeah, he's Keenan, out. he's out. Keenan's Keenan out. is a maybe. Keenan's out. Keenan <laughs> put him out. Keenan's out. Then then yeah, Palmer and DeAndre Carter definitely are plays here. Um so you can go DeAndre Carter and feel pretty decent about it. Cuz it's just that little chance. Yeah, because uh, from Carter and the flex and Knox as a tight end, you're not expecting much, especially if we're expecting this defense to score and these other guys to break slates. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jefferson no, alone, definitely. if Jefferson hits 40 and he's, like you said, 8% owned for the rest of the weekend, like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to keep an eye on Justin Jefferson's ownership because if it stays below 10%, I'm hard locking him into any lineup that I hard locking. <laughs> like it's uh, you'll never see a harder lock in. <laughs> because as of right now, I mean even Tyreek Hill's at 10%, but Diggs is is high is up there. Um Cooper Cup is up there. Um. I, yeah, those are the top two wide receivers, right? And DeAndre Hopkins, D Hop, Diggs, and Cup are the popular ones right now. 
Well, this is what I have right now. We're sitting at zero dollars. Justin Fields, Swift, Jacobs, Jefferson, Dobbs, Samuels, Knox, Carter, and Patriots defense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I have filled out at the moment. You guys want to rock with that, or were you feeling sweaty? I agree with the DeAndre Carter pick because um, who else is Herbert going to throw to? I mean, true that. I mean, if yeah. Eckler if Eckler doesn't play as well, man, the, the, he's going to have to rely on those guys. Yeah, you know. All right, and um, well, oh, what were you saying? I was going to say, well, nah, nah, nah. Well, we'll leave it. We'll leave it the way it is. All right. Well, if we're on agreement, um, for the recap this week, we have Justice Fields as the Buds and Sports quarterback, Swift and Jacobs as our running backs, Justin Jefferson, Dobbs, and Samuel as our wide receivers, Knox as our tight end, Carter, uh, let me say his name because he's not a well-known guy. DeAndre Carter. I got you, buddy. Make sure you subscribe. Um, <laughs> as our flex and Patriots as our defense. <laughs> so we got to hit one of these weeks, you guys, and uh, hopefully it. Time's um, a ticking. Time's a ticking. Uh, make sure you guys who are listening, you subscribe, hit that follow button wherever you listen. Make sure you turn notifications on so you know when we drop episodes. And yeah, we hope you gave you guys a lot of information. Help you guys with your picks. Um, be sure to stay on top of those guys we mentioned, uh, if they're going to play or not, because they'll do change some things. Um, but overall, you know, hope you guys have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in to the Buzzing Sports DraftKings. We'll be back Sunday with the recap. I think it's the next time you're going to hear from us. Uh, no basketball this weekend, but next weekend we got you, ballers. Don't trip. Um, other than that, you guys have a great weekend and good luck with your picks. We are out of here.